Hello and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So, hello folks and welcome to another episode from the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward. Slightly depleted Sales Chat Show team, our esteemed academic colleague, Professor, Professor, I can't say the word, Professor Graham Jones has had to depart us this afternoon for a strategic nap. A, a strategic afternoon siesta is Mr. Phil Jessen's alleged um, thing that Graham has, Graham has gone. Graham has told us he's got a very important responsibilities with his with his students. We just know you're having a little snooze somewhere, Graham, aren't you? Just can't stand the pace, mate. So he's left Phil and I opposite each other in the studio to record a few. A cheeky little episodes without Mr. Jones. And this episode is called Are You Failing to Overcome Your Customers' Objections? My goodness, objections. Are we overcoming our customers' objections or not? Mr. Jessen, you're in the driving well, seat. Well, of course, that language is completely wrong. Uh, what we should be talking about, Simon, uh, as of course you know, um, is handling objections, not overcoming them. Um, and I have little time for these old techniques of 57 ways to develop the killer instinct and all this other nonsense, um, <laughs> and the half Nelson whatever. Um, I was taught um, objection handling by my four-year-old daughter, as she was at the time. So That well-known sales yes. guru. <laughs> Picture the scene. Um, early evening in the house, and uh, my lovely daughter, Becky, is uh, uh, getting ready for bed. And um, bath time is now on the horizon. So uh, Becky says to me, well... Can I watch the nature programme on TV tonight? And I said, no, get in the bath. <laughs> uh, at which point she said, well, it's about monkeys. And I said, well, get in the bath. And she said, uh, well, what's the reason why I can't watch it? And I said, well, you can probably guess. You'll go to bed late after watching the programme. You'll get up in the morning all grumpy. And who will your mother have a go at? Me. So, no, get in the bath. Um, you, you're getting an indication of my parental style here. I'm liking, I'm liking your liking style it. here. Liking so, it. at that point, four-year-old daughter comes out with the best question on the planet, which is, is that the only reason why I can't watch it? And I said, yes, it is the only reason why you can't watch it. There are no more reasons. There is one reason. At which point she then says, so... What if mum says it's okay? At which point I say, Ah, oh, well, if your mother says it's okay, I'm more than happy to reconsider my position. <laughs> so what my daughter has done very cleverly is to ask three what questions. Okay. Basically, okay. what's the issue? What else? I.e., is there anything else holding us up here? 
uh, and the nice little killer at the end there. Uh, what if, in this case, what if mum says it's okay, can I watch it? So the clever thing about that technique is it finds out if we are negotiating in good faith and it finds out what we need to do to achieve a successful outcome before you put any of the work in. Whilst I am impressed with the domestic bliss that this principle brought to your household, apply this, say, in a business, in a business setting. Give, okay. me, give me an example. Run this through for our value. So here we are. A uh, salesperson is talking to a customer and the customer says, well, I quite like the look of what you're talking about, um, but you're going to have to do something on the price. Okay, yeah, nice, so, nice objection, yeah. Salesperson says, okay, so can you tell me a bit more? What's the issue about that? Well, you're, you're, you're 10% out. And let's imagine there's a little conversation around what 10% out actually means. There then comes a point, if you go back to the second question, is um, what else is holding us up? And the customer might actually say, well, price isn't my only issue. Um, I also need some reassurance that your customer service has improved because what I hear, it was terrible a few months ago. Okay, so a flushing, so, flushing out additional... Salesperson goes back to question, yeah. so are those the only two issues then that are holding us up? Yes, they are. Yeah. I'm not happy with your price and I need some reassurances on your customer service. At which point we're now on the third question, what if now becomes, so what if I, I, what if I was able to move then on the price? And what if I was able to reassure you that what happened two months ago can never, ever happen again due to some of the quality processes that we've put in? If I was able to do both of those things to your satisfaction, are you telling me then that we would be going ahead? So, or, or, or what if I could if I could demonstrate that the price is, yeah. is correct or yeah. the price is worth paying? Okay. Absolutely. Okay, fine. And if, 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 if the customer turns around and says... Yeah, yeah, if, if, you, if you can do something on those two points, I think we can uh, move forward. Then you know you're talking to somebody in good faith. If somebody turns around and says, well, <laughs> even if you solve those two, I'm not going to use you anyway, um, then you now know that maybe it's not worth going back to have a word with head office about this customer service issue of two months ago, and you're not going to spend three or four hours talking to colleagues about that subject because even if you did mm. nothing's going to move so the nice thing about the technique as my daughter discovered is it finds out what you need to do what level of work you need to do to achieve the outcome before you actually put yeah. any time in into it so a bit of a qualification here as well opportunity yep. qualification to kind of find out how serious the customer is well this is a viable op as well yep. i guess so, yeah and, and, and remember uh, although we're, we're talking about you know ob objections in a in a sales and customer sense it, it also will apply at home won't it oh, you know, if you think about normal stresses and strains within a family unit there will be uh, objections to one member of the family not wanting to go out in the car yeah. with everybody else that day on a family trip and probably done appropriately and what I mean by that is so it's not obviously spotted but done appropriately in a relaxed conversational way that what what else what if technique will probably get to the bottom yeah. of it and solve it. 
good opportunity to practice folks practice socially practice you know within your family as well you know these they're all they're all places to 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 practice some of the skills and and i think to phil's point about um you know overcoming objections as and obviously we use the phrase objections in the title of this episode and we we do so knowing that that is frequently what these are referred to by the sales community but i think that's a certain degree historic and i think we all need to be conscious that the language we use often describes or, or illustrates underlying beliefs that we have. So overcoming a customer's objection is almost like Phil said, almost forcing the customer into submission. Think of your language when you're saying overcoming an objection. Rather than helping the customer to make a good buying decision, we're overcoming. Mm. And also objection as well, I think is a little old fashioned as well. You know. It might be a concern that they've got. Well, I, th- I think as, uh, as somebody once said on the subject, uh, objections are often the customer's attempt to improve the offer yeah. that you've put over. They're not attempting to blow it out of the water. They're trying to amend it or improve it in some way. So we need to take that stance on it, not feel that we've been personally assaulted no. and we have to fight back. Can you blame a customer for trying to get a better deal? No. What do you do when you're going yeah. You're going for a deal? But I think, just think about your language that's used in your organisation. This would apply for sales managers and sales leaders as well. We don't want to be in an adversarial position with our customers. That's very old school. We're in a collaborative. And it happens as well with, uh, I think, when people are talking about getting past gatekeepers and some of the language they use to refer to PAs and secretaries can be quite negative sometimes. Those are people doing an important job and they're just trying to filter out the endless calls that arrive in their organisation to work out who's valuable for their boss to, to spend some time with and who's not. So I think our language often gives a good indication of underlying attitudes and beliefs. But mm. Phil, thank you for those. I'm going to say, I've got a bit of a cliffhanger though. It's almost feel like we're at the end of, a, of one episode of a TV series. Did your daughter get to watch the TV show about the monkeys? She did. As a a result of successfully handling her father at the top of the stairs and then uh, no doubt telling a completely different story to her mother when she got to the bottom of the stairs, but she got to see the programme. Way to go, Junior Jesson, a natural-born, natural-born salesperson, if ever if ever there was one. So it's Simon Hastedean and Phil Jesson. Hope you've enjoyed and will benefit from using uh, the principles in this episode when you're dealing with your customers. Uh, an absolute library, 140-plus episodes now in the sales chat show um, series you can find those from wherever you get your podcast please subscribe to sales chat show new episode will pop up every week or go to the saleschatshow.com website please also look out for our new chat box feature which are a sort of like netflix style box sets of episodes on similar topics so negotiation sales management coaching that reminds me we've got to uh, oh. uh, phone graham to wake him up so that oh. he puts those on the web so uh, yes and of course we must let mr mr jones um he of course may object phil to putting those episodes up so i will allow you to go through the yep. what what else if process with our Just esteemed academic colleague put him through to me i will do so so folks thank you very much for listening simon hazley phil jesson we just want to wish you good luck and good sellings go close those sales folks
have been listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at the Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. (laughs) 